Please repeat. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Mangalam Gurudevaya Devye Matriksha Mangalam Mangalam Bhakta Brindevyo Sarvalokaya Mangalam Om Stapakaya Chadarmasya Sarvadharma Sarupine Avatara Varishtaya Ramakrishnaya Mangalam Om Sar Shiva Samarambam Shankaracharya Madhyamam Ashmar Achara Prayantam Vande Gurum Paramparam Jai Guru Jai Sri Krishna So Anjanmas and Ramnavami we're talking about Krishna's birth <laughs> but the verses that we're dealing with are very uh, perfectly suited exact same uh, view of it's all about the avatar and how God why God incarnates and who is it that's incarnate what's incarnating and remember last week we we started the prayers of the devas showed up and now the the uh, Vishnu has entered to the mind first the mind of Vasudeva then to the and then the body of uh, Devaki, right? And now the devas have shown up. It says Brahma, Shiva, and all the devas, and uh, Narada and all the rishis, along with all their followers and kind, which means uh, Gandharvas and Apsaras and every category of uh, God and uh, God and Deva, De- uh, God and Deva, divine being, demigod like that. Everybody came, and they're all praying to. The now that supreme reality which is appearing and it's going to take birth in Devaki's womb. <coughs> uh, actually, uh, uh, today, uh, I remember exactly what time Ram was born? Noon. Yeah. At noon, we always ring a bell and do a little arati, kapur arati to Ram. So Krishna, what we know, was born at midnight uh, and, and Adam was born at noon. Exactly. Very often, these the, the divine bees come during some sort of a sandhya. Jai Ma, Jai Ma. Uh, the Lord's always born during some sandhya. You know, Nishingadev is during uh, the, the, the uh, sunset or sun like this. So, but also, Ram is highly associated with the sun, right? You see, he's very, it's a very uh, royal type of masculine type of uh, energy. Uh, Krishna is more associated with his pastimes. We all know happened. His most important pastimes happened at night, under the moon, under the full moon. So he's born. He's born at midnight like this. But anyways, um, uh, so the prayers. Uh, right, uh, we start the prayers. The devas are offering prayers to the womb of Devaki. And last week the prayers were, I think, like uh, thirteen different ways to say your truth. Satya, Satya Rita, Satya Vrata, Satya Priya, Satya, you know, I forget all those uh, beautiful ways of saying that you are trying to hear, you are that Paramasat, you are the supreme truth. You seem to be, uh, you're going to appear as a, as a, uh, as a, uh, as a, as a, as a, not a deva, as a human, an incarnation to lack some, to enact some lila to some important mission, but really you're the unchanging absolute truth. Right, and then remember, gave we, we counted. To, what number did we count to? We counted to ten, right? 
you are you in the tree of this world in the tree of the body there are there are ten has what is it uh, one source two fruits three roots four saps five coverings it goes like this you know like and it says that these are the one source is is God two tr two fruits are pleasure and pain or the world duality three I mean, we, we went into all those details but really he says you're actually only one the source is only one and you are only one the wise see you as one but those who are deluded those whose minds are covered by maya they see variety or more than one that's kind of where we left off I think let me see I have it here you are the one the source of this world its resting place and its protector those those whose consciousness is covered by your maya see many and not the wise so we'll pick up the prayers of uh, 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 Brahma and the other Jayama. Right now what's happening is uh, uh, in Devaki's womb, Vishnu has entered. And the, and the Devas have all come and they're offering their prayers to Vishnu in the womb. So this is where we are. We're continuing the prayers. Uh, Bibrasi rupanya ava bhur atma. So you actually, who are you? So in each verse, there's going to be some description of Vishnu, because ultimately, oh Vishnu, right? But different names. So here, the name that they're giving is ava bodha atma. Atma bodha ava bodha means fully awake, fully conscious, right? Fully infinitely aware right atma you are the infinite consciousness the self of all that, that, that like that so the infinite unchanging unblinking or the unblinking eye the full pure awareness right but be be uh, be bras brashi rupanya rupani rupani but you take many forms right although you're taking many forms actually Remember the whole thing, the source is one, the, how one becomes many. We just went through that last week, right? But actually, you're only one. The people in Maya see many. So now it's describing, again, you're seeming, that's, that's how the seeming body and the whole world are many, but it's only one. But also, now we go specifically to your form, you know, like you're going to, you seem to be taking avatars. You, you appear, actually, the list was given in the next few verses. You appeared in so many forms, right? But actually, you are the ever-awake Atman. You're the self of all beings. A lot of these verses are trying to show how, would we use that line from, the, from uh, Aladdin, the infinite, all, all infinite power in a tiny little uh, carrying case or little living space, like that. You know, it's like, it's like how you're how seemingly a finite being, because birth means fin finitude, right? But he's saying, you're going to take birth, but you're infinite. You're never finite. So what, that's the mystery, how can the infinite take, take a name and a form? Name and form is by definition limitations. Right. So, so, but so you're going to take name. You have you have name and form. You're taking name and form, but without limitations. How is this possible? How can the infinite be contained in the limit? Uh, not only the infinite, not only contained right now. She's contained in the womb of Devaki. Right. So, how is it? How is it, how can the unblinking, un uh, fully awake, ever awake consciousness of the self, of self, self awareness, the self aware being, seemingly? I mean, that here, where are they bowing? They're bowing to the womb of of, of a lady in prison. Right, you know, so it's a very not only like limited, but what type of limitation? What an absurd limitation, 
right? To be born, that infinite being, not only taking birth or seemingly to take birth, but also in a prison to a lady who's been tortured. You know, very. Uh, uh, um, it's a lot of these verses are always trying to show how this, these two things co co uh, co uh, coincide. Why? So you accept various forms, although being this fully aware self. Why? Kshemaya lokasya char ascharya chara achara acharasya. Sorry, my tongue's not working today. Kshemaya 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 means out of pure mercy, out of compassion for what? Lokasya to for the people for the people for your out of your out of love for people, right? Chara chara. What type of people? Moving and unmoving. Right, so not just people for plants, for rock, for everything, the whole world. Because ultimately, her, pr the prayer, uh, 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 it's why has, of course, I can't say ultimately, but the uh, the sufficient cause or the apparent cause of Krishna's birth is the prayers of Mother Earth. She seems to be an unmoving. Of course, we know she's living being, but you know she's like from from the from unmoving to, to she's his love for everybody because of love, out of compassion, in order to help. The unchanging witness, the unchanging every way consciousness is takes many different forms. That's the philosophy. Sattva upapanani. So upapanani, you are you are uh, these forms. Now it's being described. Like we also have forms. So we're not the every way consciousness. Is one problem, right? We're, we and why do we take forms? We'll go into that. We know the main reason we take forms is desire and karma. Right, but he has no desire, and, he, and except his desire. If any desire for his form is to do good to people, we don't we don't take forms to do good to people. We do good to people so we don't have to take form again. <laughs> right, we're doing good to others in order to purify our hearts, so we don't. Be, you know, it's different. He's taking birth out of to do good, so he has a this is a very subject desire, and also we have our bodies. We take birth out of out of uh, karma. He has no karma, no results of past action. Uh, he's ever paramukto. Uh, he's always nitamukto. It says in Padma Purana. His name. He's always, no matter what, he's always eternally liberated. He has no cause for rebirth. So, and when we take birth, we had to take birth in the three gunas. We're not just. We're not pure anything, right? We have sattvic, we have rajas, we have tamas like this, right? He says, but you are dec your form. The forms you take, they're completely all the time covered with sattva. Dec it uses the word decorated. So in other words, you take completely sattvic forms. Right, and so sattvic. So, of course, sattva. There's no such thing as something pure sattva, right? Pure gold. You can't build any. You can't make anything out of gold. Gold has to be mixed, right? So sattva. Everything in. So in the material world, nothing's purely sattvic. Everything's a mixture of the three. Although we can say, oh, that's sattvic, right? But even that sattvic has has all modes, all gunas in it. Oh, that's rajasic. Pure rajas. Not something is pure rajas. It also has the three. We always give an example like bathing. Bathing is sattvic. Right, but shower is rajasic within bathing. Bucket bath or river bath is sattvic. Right, a bath in a bathtub and sitting in dirty, unflowing water is tamasic. But bathing is sattvic, right? Or fruit is sattvic, right? That's what. That's a, if you think, oh, what's pure fruit? What's what's sattvic food? Fruit, right? So in fruit, that's pure sattvic food. The flesh is sattvic. The skin is tamasic. The, the seeds are rajasic, right? Meat, meat is tamasic. Right within meat, the flesh is sattvic, the blood is rajasic, the bone is tamasic. Right, everything. There's nothing pure. There's nothing unalloyed. Everything is mixed with these three gunas. 
right? By him saying, by, by saying, but you're pure sattva. I mean, in the material world, there's no thing as pure sattva. So actually, it's another way of saying in other places, he says, you are shuddha sattva. Thakur uses this word shuddha sattva. means pure sattva. But there's no thing as pure sattva. By saying that he's pure sattva means he's transcendental. Right? Because there's not, in, in the material world, everything is, the material world means the three gunas. If something is only sattva, it means it's not the material world, it's pure consciousness. Right? By saying so, that these verses that are coming, you are, you have, you're, you're purely sattvic. It's impossible to be purely sattvic in the material world. Right? So it means he's not material. That's and again saying this mystery, how does that infinite consciousness seem to take birth or take form? Your, uh, what is it? Mabhumim uh, beings. These sattvic forms, these forms endowed or decorated or holding sattva, Sukha avahani satam. Avahani. We, avahana means to, it, it brings forth. What it, we, we invoke. It invokes in order to bring forth sukha, happiness. Right? To sat, satam. Satam here in use, sattva means, also comes from sattva, it also means from truth. But here in this use, by, by context, it means devotees. Right? So for the pure, to those who are pure, to the pure hearted, to the devotees, you, you take all these forms in order to bring them happiness. Sukha avahani. 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 Sorry, long and short A's are getting me today. Abhadrani muhu kalanam. And you bring good to the, to the pure and to the, to the devotees and to the kalanam, uh, to the dark-hearted, to the wicked, you bring misfortune, right? You're bringing their ulti- You're bringing your. Uh, uh, uh. So that's in the get that same thing. The the, the, in the Gita says the same thing, right? Krishna says, in every age when there is dharma goes down, and dharma rises. I embody my embracing my own Maya. I take birth. I embody myself again and again, age after age. Why? To protect, or here it says to give happiness, but to protect. Actually, when you're in suff- when you're being attacked or about to be attacked, uh, uh, somebody protects you. You become happy. Right, to bring happiness or protection to the pure, to the devotees, to the uh, to the righteous, and to destroy the wicked. Here it means to bring misfortune to the wicked. Right. But so, to bring happiness to the devotees and misfortune to the wicked. Right. But the previous uh, two words say to bring for the welfare of all living beings, both moving and unmoving. Right, so even when you when you're frustrating, bringing misfortune to a wicked person, that's also benefit. Also, out of uh, uh, trying to do to their, for their welfare, right, out of compassion, right. And there's a verse at, in the uh, 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 at the end, almost the, la- the last chapter of the tenth skanda, right. Uh, um, a long time ago, I wrote some commentary. I don't remember the verse exactly in my head, but I remember the point. That uh, 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 that the Lord takes enacts all these activities, right? And and in every category, mean He does good, right? And so, in to the devotees, He brings happiness, right? To the uh, 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 to the suffering, He relieves suffering, right? To the paramahansas, He gives non-dual realization, right? To the paramahansas, He 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 gives advaita advaita gyan. The word is something like that. I forget it. I don't have it. Um, it says, and to the wicked, He frustrates desires. Right, so that's also not because so that's also for their good. If we're if we're doing bad, right, a, w- a wicked person doing bad actions, out of ignorance or out of not sometimes out of ignorance, sometimes it's just out of just yes, uh, pure ego and pure desire, right? 
uh, those those actions cause painful reactions. Those reactions cause us to react selfishly and hurtfully as a as a as a hurt ego, right? Which leads to more painful actions and more painful reactions, and the cycle goes on forever, right? So here, by frustrating or bringing misfortune to the wicked, or or in the Gita to destroy destroying the wicked, or in the and later on in this in the tenth skanda to uh, frustrate the, the plans of the wicked, right? He's actually doing good to them. He's not like, oh, they're bad, let me punish them. No, he's trying to, to, to bless them, right? For such a person, this is the only way God can bless them, right? If you, if, if, if you give, uh, 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 you know, in the Gita, Krishna says, however way people approach me, I respond, right? So if you approach as a devotee, he responds as, you, like if you approach as, 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 as a mother, he responds. She responds as your mother. If you, if you approach at, you approach God. If, if you're the mother, then Krishna becomes a small child, and, takes, and you can take care of him, right? So like if you approach the lover as a friend, he responds in every way, right? In every not only not only in every bhava, but in every in every form, right? So also if you approach as a demon, if you approach as an enemy, then he responds as an enemy. If you want to fight, you want to fight Krishna. Great, he's a good fighter, right? If you want to love Krishna, he's a good lover, right? Vishnu, this is his nature, right? Also, if you want to doubt Krishna, oh, then he, he disappears, no problem. If you want to deny Krishna, easily, right? Show me Krishna, show me God, there's no God. It's like, if somebody says there's no God, then there's no God. God completely, that's the way you want to relate to reality. He, out of love and affection, he responds with good like that. But also, if you want to do, he, but, but here, if you want to respond as a wicked person into hurting, then he responds also as painful, frustrating life experiences. Right, he, he pushes back. It's also to his to our benefit. It's always for the good. In the Chandi, also Maz, the, the devas describe uh, when they're praying to the goddess. He says that uh, when she after she killed all the demons in a very bloody, true bloodbath, right? In the Chandi, the gods are praying and uh, he's amazed at her awesome power. He says, "How is it that just as soon as you got angry with them, they should have died immediately?" Right? You know, it says and seeing your face become angry, they should have died immediately. Right, <laughs> like how could? But but, and and if they but but if they die immediately, if they die, right, then they go to hell. They're horrible, closed beings, right? They'll have unlimited. And once you get, even Krishna says in the Gita, there's no such thing as like eternal damnation in Hinduism. But there's but in the in the demoniac and divine chapter, it also says you can keep going darker and darker and darker and never come out. Right, it's not like somebody's putting you there. You we can put ourselves in eternal damnation. You can get lower and get trapped, right? So they deserve, he says, and then they, then they start thinking in Devi's mind, putting words in Ma's mouth. They say, oh, you must be thinking that left to themselves, they're, they're so bad, they'll eat, they deserve and they'll get eternal suffering, long suffering and hell. Right? But if I kill them, right, I'll end the whole thing right now and they attain liberation. Right? Or at least something, something better than hell. <laughs> right? So frustrating, even the uh, bringing destruction to the wicked or misfortune to the wicked is actually a good you know it's a good this verse this is, this is one of the main functions right? the two main functions given in the, in the Gita protecting or blessing the, the, the good and destroying or frustrating or blocking the wicked you accept various forms being fu- the fully aware self for the welfare of all moving and non-moving beings these sattvic forms bring happiness to the good and bring destruction to the wicked hmm.
Fai Ambuj Akshaha. So here is his name again, Ambuj Akshaha. So we have, we have a friend, uh, uh, Trishul, that uh, uh, we were in Berkeley. He's a Sanskrit scholar. Now he's a famous, or will be. if he's not famous, he should be famous. He's a great Sanskrit scholar and a wonderful devotee. We like him very much. Professor in some, some university now, I think in Florida. But um, uh, 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 in translating things, he helped me translate a lot of the core of our, trans- of our puja book. He did the first version, so it, we, we were... If it's wrong, it's forever wrong. He gave us the wrong, he gave us the, the, the gist of our translation of, the, of our puja mantras many years ago. And we were joking, so we come to a word we don't know. He says, try lotus, see if it works. Right? <laughs> because there's so many words for lotus in Sanskrit, right, that, that, that chances are if you don't know what it means, it may mean lotus. There's hundreds and hundreds of words. That's his joke, right? So here it also, there's one of the, you know, Padma, Kamala, there's all these words that we know. Here's one of the words, um, Ambuja. Ambuja is also a name for lotus flower. And Aksha, eyes, right? So, oh, lotus-eyed one, right? So this is going to be a theme. The next three, four names are going to always have, three, four verses are going to describe them as lotus eyes, or the other common thing is lotus feet, right? The very, uh, also important thing. Oh, lotus-eyed one. Oh, you, oh, lotus-eyed one, right? So who are you and what's the benefit? He says, uh, um, Akila Satvadhami. Akila also, Akila Sattva. Akila Sattva is like, you, once again, you are pure, unending, infinite, uh, 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 unchanging, uncompartmentalized Sattva, right? And it says Dhami, Dhamni, like Dham, like Dham, right? So you are the residence of, un- so you are the reservoir, or the residence, or the infinite you're the infinite container of all all divine qualities it's a it's a um, praising verse right. samadina aveshita chetasya so the yogis what do what are we supposed to do right he says the uh, we're supposed to think samadina we're supposed to be absor- we're supposed to attain samadhi complete means absorption when the the uh, our, our concentration so much that we are completely absorbed um, uh, in that aveshita fully absorbed chetasa chetasa means uh, uh, in our mind should be completely absorbed in that reality of the supreme eke hmm. only that right and then I'm going to skip a few words just so far it says mahat kritena mahat kritena means action mahat means great but here at Jaima it means great Mahat, like Mahatma, right? Mahajana, Maha, Mahabhagavat, you know. So here, Mahat means great souls, the great saints, right? Kritena, Kritena means action. So we're supposed to follow. How do we do? We, we get full absorbed in meditation upon the, on your reality by following the advice of the great souls, right? Doing what the great ones have taught, what the gurus, the saints, the sages, the uh, the rishis have taught us, right? Twatpara potena. Right, Tvatpada potena means your feet. Here, pada here means feet. Pada also means lotus. Also, padma means lotus related. Uh, padma, uh, your feet are like a boat. Right. The the the. If we meditate upon you, by following the teachings of the great ones, we can. This huge. We have this 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 seemingly uncrossable, uh, material world of name. Uh, 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 but here it says Abhi, 
uh, bhava ad- adhim, this ocean of unending worldly existence, seemingly unending world of ex- worldly existence, right? The bhava uh, sagara, other places they call it, right? Right. How do we cross it? By following the advice of the great ones, of the of the great saints, right? Which is what's that advice? To focus on the lotus feet of the Lord, right? So first we have lotus-eyed ones. We follow also your lotus feet. Um, uh, uh, fully absorbed in meditation and fully absorbed in our consciousness only in you right then the seemingly infinite ocean seems and we have the same in, in the Kandana prayers is like govasta govatsa padam like the hoof print left in clay by a, a, a cow or a calf right so in, on a rainy day, you know, a, calf, a, 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 a cow walks and you see it's, it like fills with water. So that's easy to cross, right? But this world seems really hard to cross, right? The world of birth and death and, and our responsibilities and anxieties and, and, and karmas and it seems unlimited and, and impossible. But he says simply, but but by following the great ones and meditating upon the lotus feet of the lotus-eyed one, it's kind of the way it's saying, right? Um, that that this world seems like just a, a hoof print, easy to, easy to cross, So what do they leave? So the Greek ones out of, he says, uh, uh, um, uh, this Baba Arunavam, this ocean of worldly life. Actually, it's one of the words used for this ocean in the next verse, and I'm in verse 31 right now. says it's uh, uh, Baba Arunavam, this ocean of worldly existence, and it's Bhimam. Bhimam means it's fierce, right? And Adhabra and vast, right? So it's like this. It's uh, uh, but they've given us. How do we cross? How do we cross this ocean? The the sages they've left something. They've left babat pada ambo ambo ruha. They've left again. Babat if when in doubt, try lotus, right? They've left your lotus. They left your lotus feet, right? The saints have left for us your lotus feet. Navam. Na- Nava means boat, as a boat, right? If we hold on to your lotus feet, we easily cross, right? And this idea of a boat, uh, 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 it's plain a little bit, uh, these terms, because the lotus feet, of course, we know. What does it mean? Oh, the, the great ones have given us the lotus feet as a boat to cross. So that means if we hold on to them, we can cross easily, right? But what are those lotus feet? Lotus feet also, in all the commentaries here, the lotus feet are the, 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 the tradition of bhakti yoga tradition of the saints, right? The Lord's presence, where the Lord, what's, what's the Lord's feet? If the Lord steps here, right, right, that means he's put his foot foot here and he leaves a footprint. What does he, what does he leave? The, he leaves, his, his presence is now his footprint. And later, there's actually, the last verse of this actually describes, oh Lord, you, we're going to be blessed by your footprint on this earth, right? And those foot with these auspicious symbols. What are those auspicious symbols? What is that, what is the mark of the Lord? What, the Lord, when the, when the, when, when the saints have installed or given us the Lord's feet, it means what? What do the saints pass on? They don't literally pass on the Lord's feet, right? They pass on me- methods of uh, uh, teachings, 
and methods of, of, of focusing on the Lord's feet, right? Of focusing uh, uh, tradition of Bhakti Yoga, Bhagavad Dharma, right? Uh, oh, effulgent one, the great ones out of compassion have left your lotus feet or the path of Bhakti in this world as a boat to cross this fierce ocean of worldly existence. And then it says, Su dushta, sorry, dushtaram. Dushtaram means difficult to cross. Right? So difficult to cross, but if we have a boat, easy to cross. Right? And first verse is it's like stepping over, uh, it's, it's going to change, uh, it's a metaphor, again, using metaphor after metaphor, like crossing an ocean, like crossing a hoofprint in clay. Or here, this difficult to cross ocean, difficult to cross without a boat, but if you're in a boat, then it's easy to cross, right? You hold on, you know, hold on, it's like, if you're drowning and somebody throws you a life raft, hold on to the life raft. Here it's hold on to the Lord's feet, right? Through the process of bhakti yoga. Your mercy is thus on the devotees. Sat anugraha bhavan. Anu, anugraha bhavan. You are, you are, this is your, your mercy is, your mercy on the devotees is the saints leaving us the path of bhakti yoga. That's kind of what it's saying. Oh, lotus-eyed one. And the path of of worshipping, meditating on the lotus feet of the lotus eye one. This is something like that. Again, Aravrindakshaha uh, means lotus eyed. Again, lotus eyed. Right? Oh, lotus eyed one. Right? Ye anya Aravrindaksha vimukta maninaha. Vimukta maninaha. There's others, O lotus-eyed one. There's uh, means there's other. See, there's many ways to live in this world, right? And this is not meant to be a fanatical statement, right? But this is a very uh, uh, emotional but very big po- mystical point. There's many philosophies, right? And there's many ways to live in this world. And many people think they know the way. We all think we know the way. Otherwise, we wouldn't be practicing. You know, it's like one time somebody at a uh, 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 I was having to buy a suit many, many years ago for a funeral or something of an aunt or something. And the guy, you know, making, salesman making f- fake chit-chat, you know. Oh, what do you do? What do you do? Oh, I study, I'm in college. What are you studying religious studies? Oh, what's the, what's the, what's the best religion if you're comparative religion? I looked at him and I said, that's not what we do, right? No, what's the best religion? He says, mine, I told him. <laughs> if, if I thought another religion was better, I'd be, in, I'd be another religion. It's a stupid question. My religion's the best. Everybody thinks their way is the best, right? Right. Sri Ramakrishna says the problem is that we think our way is, only, is not only the best, it's the only way. That's one problem. And, 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 but that's a, and we can sometimes think that. that sometimes it shows enthusiasm, but it shows ignorance also because we don't know our way is the best. We hope our way is the best way. We hope our way is true. And we don't know about other people's ways. Right. That, that's, that's honest, generally. right? But here he's being a little... The, the gods are saying, remember, they're looking at that supreme reality and, and conscious of the way to, way to so this bhakti yoga. He said, there's many people. He says, vimukta um, maninaha. Vimukta means free in, in their mind. They think they're free in their mind. They think they're liberated in their mind. Right. It's not actual liberated people. People who think they're liberated are on their way to liberation. Right. Ashat bhavat, twai ashat bhavat. They think in ashat bhavat means in, they have all kinds of philosophies, all kinds of theories, all kinds of ways of thinking, right? But and we're not not against. We should never be against creative and independent free thinking, right? But 
we're thinking independently with all of our theories and philosophies and sciences and political ideas, right? But what are we using to think that? Here it says, Avishuddha buddhaya with an, with an impure intellect. Right? Our minds have not been purified. And with that impure, with that impure intellect, we're thinking, oh, we, we can figure, we can, we can become free without any thinking, without worshipping God. There's many, not just, he says there's many, it, not just many, almost, ev- almost everyone thinking, we, with, no, I can, do, I can figure this out with my own mind. Right? I can just, we can, through science also, we can, we can analyze, we can come up with conclusions, we can test, we can double blind, we, we, can, we, can, we can even test against ourselves with bloody double blind experiments and have our, our theories challenged and, and, uh, by other experts in the field. You know, it's like, this is the normal way we do, or there's all kinds of methods, this is just uh, whether or not they're, I don't think they're referring to scientific method because it had not been developed at this point. Right? So, but we can, we can put, he says, others with all kinds of think theories think we can become free uh, using thinking about all kinds of things, all kinds of different philosophies, using our impure mind, impure intellect, impurified intellect. Uh, he says, such such people, right? Oh, lotus side one. Others imagine himself to be free, fall in various philosophies, impure intelligence. Um. Aru. Uh, um, Sorry, Aruhya uh, Kritrena. Sorry. They can achieve something through their difficult hard work. Right? So, or through, in other words, in the ancient world, this is probably referring to people doing austerities. Right? They can get some yogis or some, you know, they can, by austerity, they can get something. He says, param param, they can get a very high state. Right by very by, by their strong effort of of tapasya, right. The word is actually just uh, 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 hard labor, but means tapasya, right. In the ancient world, it probably meant tapasya. And now we can say through long studying in school, through long research, right, through uh, hard earned education, whatever we, we, we by hard work we can get something. We can get a big position. We can get uh, respect. We can get following. We can get some experience, some high experience even, right. But tata. Patanti Adaha. But from that position, they easily fall down. Right? And you see somebody, if you look at you know, presidents and kings, right? presidents and prime ministers, how much work, how much money, how much sacrifice, how many, uh, how many for not for themselves and their family, how much endeavor, how much struggle, how much use of their intelligence and intellect and money and, like, in order to get their position. Right, and minimum eight years they change, <laughs> right? You know, in our system, within eight years, I mean, in the president system, but the senators can stay. But, but eventually, at least at the time of death, they'll fall from that position. Indrajit. Yeah, he's pointing to an al- a- ant. Ants are called Indrajit in in Sanskrit, right? And so in, we know Indra and Indrajit because it says we start sometimes it says from Indra to Indrajit. Right, so all of your things from uh, every, every Ma's controlling everything, Mahamaya controls everything, from Lord Indra, the king of the gods, to a tiny insignificant ant, seemingly insignificant ant. But there's another story behind that, how they got that name. Indrajits are considered to have been Indras in the past. Right, so, and, so, and there's a famous story, uh, it's told, Joseph Campbell tells it in his, those videos that he did, with Bill Moyers, when Indra wanted a great uh, palace made, 
He's saying, I'm such a great, I'm so powerful, I shall have a wonderful palace made. So he called uh, uh, Vishwakarma, we would call Prakash, we want another room built. We want the temple to be even nicer, please build another wing. We're not joking, we have plans. <laughs> we had a long conversation today with Usha about, about our future plans. <laughs> Hope you're free soon. <laughs> right, so we called Vishwakarma, and he, and he called Vishwakarma and says, build me an incredible, and he built a beautiful Vishwakarma's expert. Yes, and Indra has unlimited resources, seemingly unlimited resources. So huge, right? And when it's all done, he says, no, I want it better, right? Because look how much power I have. I, I'm controlling everything, right? So again, it's building again. He finishes something beautiful. Can you make, then he asks, can you make a better, can you make a better palace? Well, everything can be better. I can make it bigger, I can make it, you know, make it bigger. And so Indra realizes this is, this is, this is I mean, um, um, Vishwakarma realizes this isn't going to work. I forget, I may be missing up a few points of the story, but then he tells, um, um, uh, uh, so Vishnu has to save, has to save Vishwakarma from continuously building forever. I think he even had to tear it down, build me a better one, tear it down, build in another one, something like that, you know. Uh, um, so Vishnu comes as a little, actually very much looking like Krishna, a little, uh, little blue boy, right? He enters uh, Indra's court and Indra sees a beautiful young boy. Right. And without any fear, most people are scared to come in front of a, a powerful person, right? He was he comes in very nonchalantly and goes and and and, and he goes, "Who are you?" He says, "Oh, I, f I forget the full details. There's some charm to the story that I'm missing." Uh, uh, but he says, uh, 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 I, uh, uh, "He notices in the conversation with this little blue boy, he sees a, a line of ants marching in perfect formation across the the the." Uh, Darshan Hall, the court, you know, the uh, um, throne room of Indra. And he sees them, he said, they're unusual. We, we see ants all the time, but walking so in line. And Indra goes, what, um, uh, uh, what, how is that? And that little boy says, oh, you see them? Former Indras all. Right? They were all one-time Indra. What happened? They got through hard work, great austerity, great knowledge, great polit politicking, Right, all the things, good education, everything they did, they got a very high position. And then they thought, oh, I shall have a huge palace built for me, better than any other palace. Now, first the boy says, oh, when he sees, no, if I, I'm missing a part of the story. The, uh, the boy goes, what a beautiful palace. Yes, I'm having a beautiful palace. It's, it's, uh, it's one of the, um, it's almost the nicest palace I've seen. What do you mean the nicest palace? What do you mean, no, this is the best palace? Says, no, but other Indras I've seen build like palaces like this. He goes, what do you mean under Indra? That's when he points to the, the thing. Former Indra is all. Right? So that, that in anything in the, our position, anything we get by hard work, by karma, karma means hard work, right? You get by doing something, education, that also has, that's a temporary thing in the material world that will also, eventually that will come to an end and we will fall from that position. Right? So he says, O lotus-eyed one, others imagine themselves to be free, following the various philosophies with impure intelligence, may attain a height state through austerities or hard work or like this. But they will fall down. Why? Anadrita yusmat angrayaha. Because they neglect your. Well, I wonder what angraya uh, means. Let's try lotus. And it works. <laughs> by, 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 by rejecting your lotus feet. Right? Because those lotus. It, it's like imagine you can swim. I'm a good swimmer. I'm going to swim across this ocean. Of, of, uh, uh, right, and that's fine. You can say you're a good swimmer. Good, you've trained yourself. You're a good swimmer. Give it your best shot. But eventually, you're going to drown, because because it says it seems it's, it's a vast ocean. It's a fierce ocean, 
and it's difficult to cross, right? But if, if, you're, if you're on a boat, if you're holding on to the boat, you're safe. If you let go of the boat, you can make it for a little while. You can even get, you, wow, look how far out he is. You know, if somebody's swimming, I'm going to swim, I'm going to swim to India, right? And you see, it's like, wow, that's really impressive. Look how far he's gotten. But you know, <laughs> you know, tomorrow the, the Coast Guards will, will, will fish him out. <laughs> you know, he, won't, he definitely won't make it, you know. So uh, uh, without, without the proper boat, you're not going to make it, right? So whatever, whatever we attain, any philosophy, any, like, if it's not, we're not holding on to God's feet, we're going to uh, fall eventually. This is the, the, the point of this, right? Praying to the spirit within uh, Devaki's womb. So there is a point, actually. This, why again this lotus, 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 right? Lotuses are, be- of course, they're very, like, wide lotus feet and lotus eyes and lotus navelled and the world again and again. Lotus is a great example, a great metaphor for spiritual awakening and spiritual life because the lotus has its roots in mud and it grows up and seems, and it grows in mud and grows in water and it opens itself to the sun, it's not muddied and it's not wet. That's a beautiful symbol of how to live in this world. That's one of the purposes of it. But lotus has another quality. Srila Prabhupada in his commentary, he, he, one little line, he says, lotuses only bloom, you only see lotuses in the day. Because lotuses close at night. You don't see lotus flowers open at night. They close again. They open to the sun. Right? When there's no sun, they close. Right? So they're also a symbol of wisdom, of illumination. If you're in, in, in the sunlight, if you see a lotus, it's going to be open. Right? So even the ability to see, to find the lotus feet of the Lord, to, or to pray to the lotus-eyed Lord, right, means you're in wisdom, you're in knowledge, not in maya. Maya means no lotus, means darkness. Darkness means no lot- uh, lot- lotus clothes. You can't see them. You never see lotus. Prabhupada simply says that you don't see lotuses at night. Right? Very nice little simple point, you know, but it's, it's another important point of this. To this verse, he makes that comment. Right? So I thought this was important. I highlighted it in my head. Right? Lotuses only bloom in, day- in daylight. So they're a symbol of wisdom, not ignorance. Right? Also, in, 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 in puja, we have this one mantra. Um, Again, Pundara means lotus. Aksha means eye. So the lotus-eyed one, a beautiful description of, of Lord Vishnu. It says, Apavitra, uh, Pavitra. Whether unclean, Apavitra, or impure, or Pavitra, or pure. Apavitra, Pavitrova. Sarvavastam uh, Gadopipa, or in any other condition, we're not we're, we're not always pure. We're not we're not purely pure. And remember, everything is is mixed in 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 material world, whether impure or pure, or in any other condition, right? Yashmaret. If one remembers, one thinks about, one meditates upon, Pundrika, the lotus-eyed one, right? What happens? Sabhaya, Paya, Abhayantara, outside, and inside suchihi becomes clean right so he's saying that we how can we understand how can how can our theories and practices that are based upon that we're, we're approaching with an impure mind help us right he says avishuddha buddha buddhi right by thinking of vishnu then our mind becomes purified and then we can think properly we can know what's what's what hmm. So he's saying that to those who aren't devotionally inclined to hold on to the Lord's feet, right? With their impure mind, they're not. They're they're they're, they're we're holding on to all kinds of things. We'll eventually. Thakur says another. He says there's two types of devotees. 
one whole, uh, he says the one is like a monkey and the other is like a kit a kit kitten right a baby kitten kitten and a baby was there a word for a baby monkey baby monkey a baby monkey right if you've seen and here you see monkeys what they do they, they hold on to their mom right and the mom jumps around and holds on right what happens once and I've seen eventually you're gonna if you're jumping around holding on to the mom they're gonna let go and they're gonna fall and then the mom comes picks them up and they hold on again and they jump again Right, this is what great. So Sakura said, we're like that. We're us. We're we're trying to um, uh, uh, hold on to God like this. We can fall. But if God's, but the kitten, a mother, holds the kitten and moves it, you know. So you're not. You don't fall from that. Also, example of that. If you hold your dad's hand, or if your dad holds your hand, right? If your dad holds your hand, you're not going to fall. If you hold, if you try to hold the palm, we're trying to hold with something that's not our instrument's not right. It's not going to work. Um, uh, so we f- so so easy to fall. But so, so if the non-devotees or the uh, uh, who, uh, in spite their hard work, eventually fall. Even for, in spite their hard work and in spite them attaining something great, they also fall. What about the devotees? O Madhava, Atanete Madhava, Madhava, Tavakkaha Kvachit. Madhava, Tavakkaya Kvachit. Uh, 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 devotees, those who are who do, those who worship you, they the, the devotees who worship you, in any circumstance, bria uh, bra shantihi margat they they uh, they never fall from the path. Right, those who those who worship you never fall from the path, never stray from the path. Why? Badha sauhridaya. Sauhridaya means good-hearted, means friend. We, that term in Hindi we use it. Suhridaya uh, or sauhridaya means friendship, right? Means pure, auspicious-hearted. It's a beautiful term, right? But say they're bound because they're you're, they're connected to. They they can't fall because they're they're like yoga. They're like they're yoked. They're bunda. They're bound to you, out of affection, right? Out of friendship or out of love. Out of love, we're bound. To, if you're bound to God, then how can you fall, right? They are fully protected, being bound to you in friendship. Ranchi nirbhaya, and without any, they walk. They, they walk this. Um, they fearlessly walk. Nirbhaya, without any fear. Vinayak, what is it? Uh, uh, this one we had some struggle with. Vinayaka anikapa. Murdhasu prabhu. So. Still, what about there's so many difficulties? Just because we love God and we're holding on to God, so many difficulties come, right? He says, but we we can the devotees walk over those difficulties. He says, and he gives it says, the vinayaka the the uh, adverse circumstances, right? They bow their heads to such a devotee, right? Who's holding on to God or is bound to God, and the devotee walks fearlessly, stepping on their heads. It's a beautiful poetic image. Right, the path is the obstacles. I mean, because you know, our life is full of obstacles. That's our path. But to, but it, but if you're holding on to God, you're you're stepping you're stepping over the on the obstacles. The obstacles aren't obstacles; they're the path. You, you, you know, like these bricks. These could be these are obstacles to the. Tem- I mean, the, 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 the things are the things that are in the way to the temple, or the things we walk on to go to the temple. Right. So it's the very thing. If you hold on to God, our the very obstacles of life become the path. We walk fearlessly on their heads as they bow. It's a very poetic. Uh, 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 beautiful line. Mm. Uh, these vines are very beautiful.
सत्वशूरम श्रायते भवान् स्थितो शारिनम श्रेय उपायानम वापुहु So here again, you accept shrayate sito sharinam. You you take form. You now you're going about. To, he, you're praying. You're in the womb of this divine lady. So you take form. And here again, it says vishudham, very pure. You take very pure form. Vishuddha, perfectly pure. Right? Nothing's pure. Not, right? So it means spiritual. You take satatam satvam vishudham, extremely pure satva. Your your forms that you take, sarayate you accept actually you accept, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, and are established in, in 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 forms that are made complete, absolute, unsullied purity, sattva, right. Shreya upayam, bapuhu, only to do what again only to do good to everyone out of affection out of compassion for everybody to spread shreyas. To bring auspiciousness to everybody, right? Through such forms, vapuhu, through such bodies, I mean these incarnations of God. When you take form, also the commentaries say this vapuhu, this form is not just the physical, physical uh, human embodiment of the avatar, but it's also the deity embodiment, right? When you take a form, it's like, but because of this, because of because of, we can worship. Right? How do we know the the absolute, infinite, awake one? How do you worship that? Right? If we have a form, we have a story, we have a name, we can meditate upon that. Right? So, it's it's through such forms people worship. Uh, we should worship you. It says, Veda, Kriya, Yoga, Tapa, Samadhi. Right? They worship through through Vedas. Right? To meditate by by chanting and studying the Vedas. They rituals through Kriya means rituals and and behavior and activity. Also, if you put Veda Kriya, means Vedic rituals. Depends on how you put these words together. You know, you can separate it or you can put them together. Yoga, yoga means of course means yoga. Tapaha through austerity, samadhi through absorb through samadhi absorption, right? Or it's yoga tapa samadhi, or the the samadhi that comes from austere yogic practices. Depends on how you break it apart, right? Right. What exactly means? So if you think Veda means also like in Vedic culture, in the traditional and idealized form of Vedic culture. We have uh, different stages of life. The Brahma, young young boys, the brahmacharis, right? So what are they doing? They're studying the Vedas, right? Then, uh, um, uh, then, then people, then, then to Vanaprast life, they're doing yajna, following Vedic rituals. That's kriya, right? Then in in Vanaprast, they're doing tapas and yoga, right? And then in sannyas, it should be in samadhi. So it also says that you're worshiping all four stages only because the only reason we can do. Veda, Kriya, Yoga, Tapa, and Samadhi is because you've taken form. Otherwise, how can we think of you? Right? We can't. We can't even contemplate. Uh, 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 you've taken. It's not only does God come and what is, in the stories He s- tells people do do these things, right? Or He He corrects. You know, He like there's some demon stopping our yajna. Ram comes and shoots that demon, right? So, I mean, layer, layer after level is that. But also, when we're doing yoga, we, who do we think about? How do we think of it? Right. Yena Janaha Samihate. It's by all these activities of Veda Yoga, Veda Kriya Yoga, Tapa Samadhi, that human society, the human beings, born beings, they can worship you. So you accept body of pure sattva to bless living beings through such forms. People worship you by Vedic rites, by Vedas rites, yoga, austerity, and samadhi. 
says if it wasn't for these pure sattvic manifestations right oh comp- he says uh, adatta means oh controller oh ruler oh master of the world creator of the world right vigyanam uh, agyanam we couldn't we, we uh, um, how did I put it it is not possible to attain without this we would not there's impossible to attain realization it wasn't for these beautiful forms this, the merciful form that you in, in, in incarnate as both in, 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 in human form as the avatar or in, in murti form or in the form of things associated with the avatar of name nama, rupa, lila, dhamma like this uh, and teachings like that it would not be possible to attain. Re- it would not be possible to attain liberation. What's the word for liberation here? Vigyanam, right? Above it, vigyanam. Why? Because agyana bidha. We because otherwise, what we see due to ignorance, we see only duality. How are we go to see the one? We we open our eyes. We're in ignorance until we're in knowledge. We can't get knowledge without your help. And without your help, we look at and because we're not knowledge. We look at, we see duality. So it wasn't for it wasn't for the avatar. There's no we, 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 there's nothing for us to think about. Everything we think about is in the world duality, out of ignorance. How can thinking of an ignorant thought in, in the world in the false world duality help us attain liberation? It's, impo- it's impossible. Agyana can't lead to jnana, right? Uh, and and um, uh, uh, bidda uh, uh, duality can't lead to uh, uh, to kavalyam, to singularity. Doesn't work this way, right? If not for your pure manifestations, O controller, O creator, it would not be possible to attain realization beyond the ignorance and resulting duality. So, then the arg- then it's an interesting. This last line is a little difficult, but it's a philosophical line. Uh, um, uh, uh, Guna prakasha, guna prakasha, anumiyate. So, prakasha means light, means awareness. By thinking about, here means by thinking carefully about. So let's okay, let's try. Okay, without this infinite being taking human form, right? Let's think. How can let's try to realize? Let's try to find the source of everything, independent of worshiping the lotus feet of the lotus side one. Right. What do we do? Well, we let's look at guna, guna prakasha. Let's analyze the gunas. Let's analyze nature. Let's analyze. And so, it's a, it, this may have been a criticism of Sankhya of the time, or of Mimsa school. Now we could say, oh, it's a, a, a scientific inquiry, or or um, uh, 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 um, so. Gunas means qualities. Gunas here also can mean, and some commentators have translated it as senses. Right or guna prakash means analyzing and being aware of the nature and interactions of the gunas, or guna prakash means that which is revealed through the senses. Let's analyze the world through the senses. It means the same thing ultimately. The things we see through the senses, the gunas of the senses only see the gunas of prakriti. Right, so they're not two different things, but it can mean both both things. Uh, um, this is but where is it? Baba. Uh, uh, but you're the one that reveals the gunas, right? So the thing is that that's or you're the one who 
reveals the senses. So this is, gets a little bit, in, in Jnana Yoga Vedanta, you have to analyze a little bit, right? He says, well, why can't we figure things out by just seeing nature? We're, but the nature is always, an, uh, we're trying to find that ever awake consciousness, right? The, 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 uh, 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 forget the, I already forgot the line, but the ever, ever awake uh, Atma, right? But anything we see, it's the self that reveals it. It's, it's the, the object is never the subject. We're looking for the subject looking for the self, we're looking for God. The objects are always revealed by the self, by the light of consciousness. And by looking at it, you, you're only seeing, you can never know the knower. You only, see, you only know the known. Right? Or through the senses. It's the mind, it's a consciousness that thinks through the mind and feels through the senses. But how can, the, like, how can a finger touch itself? To use our old example, a finger touches something, but how do we, it, it, we can't know the knower through these instruments. It's a way of saying like that. You are only inferred by the light of the gunas or material organs as you are the one who reveals such gunas or organs. So, how are we to think about, okay, that we, we can't, analyzing the material nature of the gunas or through the senses won't, won't give us a conclusion. Then how is it that thinking of you gives us a conclusion? Right, because the, the argument is that we should just meditate upon the lotus feet of the lotus-eyed Lord. Right. So, how will that help, right? It says, Na nam rupe guna janna karma bihi. Right? Not even by... Um, Tava tasya shakshinaha mana vacho bhyam. So, this is good. It says, your, your na- na, Not even your names, nama, rupa, your forms, janna, your appearances or birth, Right, karmabhi and your activities and your and your and your like that. Even they they can't be comprehended by the mind. Right? Why? They cannot be understood by by mana vacho. They're beyond mind and they're beyond speech. So we can't we can't understand. But we using the mind, we just even think of God's names and God's names and form and actions and qualities. They can't be comprehended by the mind. Why? Why? Tava uh, tasya uh, shakshinaha, because you are the witness. You're the witness consciousness. This is back to those type of stuff, right? So even if we try to analyze using the mind and speech to discuss, oh, God's names and forms, right? That's the problem. Is like you, know, I, I, many times, name and form means limitation. I remember talking to one Swamiji. Name, name and form means limitation. God's infinite. How can you have name and form? But the form means limitation. Name means limitation, right? So how is it? How? But Sri Ramakrishna said, "God is the one thing that's never been spoken." Because God is nobody's. You know, we have this idea of something touches your lip becomes unclean, right? Jut or achuta. You know, like uh, uh, um, uh, uh, it's not clean, right? He says, "God has never become unclean by touching anyone. No one's ever spoken. It's beyond the reality of God. It's beyond mind and speech. Can't be held by the mind. Can't be described in speech. Beyond that." Right, so even God's names and forms can't be on. Why? Because He's Shakshina. He's the witness of everything. Right. But so so, so but Vartmanaha Deva Kriyayam Pratyanti Atha Api He. But, O Lord, by the path of devotion, here it says Kriya uh, Deva Kriyan. Kriyayam, the path of devotion to God, or the 
uh, devotional activities. It could be kriya means like activities of God, like this devotional activities, path of devotion or devotional activities. You can indeed be understood. We can't even our mind and speech can't compre- can't comprehend the nature of your name, forms, and qualities. But by the but what's the path of devotion? Is meditate in the name, form, and qualities. So that mystery has to be explained away, right? How is it possible? Verse thirty-seven. Shri Shrinvan Grihnam. Shrinam means to hear. We get the word Shravan. Like in later er, earlier places, Prahlad uses similar lists. Shravanam, Kirtanam, Smaranam. Here it's being used a little differently. Prahlad is simple language. He's a little boy using simple language. Like really hearing, speaking. Here is using very more complicated Sanskrit. The Devas and Munis. So they're speaking a little higher Sanskrit. Uh, Shrinvan. By hearing. Grihnam, by singing, reciting, speaking. Um, sam smarayam, uh, uh, sma, uh, by remembering. Cha and chintayam, means to think, contemplate, meditate upon. To chinta, to contemplate, right? By hearing, chanting, remembering, and contemplating. What? Namani, namami, rupani. Your names and forms, right? He says, by, we can't understand your names and forms. But, by hearing, by speaking, by remembering, by contemplating your names and forms, right? Mangalani te kriyasu and your other auspicious actions, your auspicious actions, right? Ya twat charana aravrindayaha. Charana aravrindayaha, what is what that? Charana means foot, and aravrinda means. Lotus. Lotus. Another word for lotus, right? It's a theme, right? You're lo- by simply but he who remembers becomes absorbed in your lotus feet. Avishta uh, chetaha, um, with our consciousness absorbed, right? One's consciousness becomes okay by hearing, chanting, remembering, and contemplating your auspicious names and forms. Even also another thing, even in the midst of activities, kriyasu could also mean also even well in regular life. Right. If we remember these divine things, right, keeping our minds absorbed in our meditation, absorbed in the Lord's lotus feet, right, our conscience becomes absorbed. And then it says, "Na pavhaya kalpate." We, be, we become unfit for the world. So that means that we don't have. We're not. We're, we're not. We don't have to take rebirth. Right. In other words, we've crossed the ocean of material existence. Right. If we so even in all doing all activities. All our karmas, all our dharmas, like this, right? If one can remember, simply hold on to the lotus side, lotus feet of the Lord by remembering, by chanting, by speaking, by remembering, by meditating, by hearing, right? Uh, uh, one become we we can become absorbed in His feet, and if we're holding on to His feet, there's no need to fall, right? We no need to fall, and to, and therefore we become uh, disqualified from taking rebirth. That's the word actually. We, can, we don't have qualifications. We have to have qualifications for rebirth, right? We lose our qualification. You know, so nobody's going to say, you know, like, oh, like, we need we need somebody to take rebirth. Well, let's get the person who's fully absorbed in God, to God lotus feet. No, let let him. We won't bother him. There's other people who are better qualified for material world. They need a little karma, karma, right? Lust and greed is a good thing. Let's, there has to be some reason to take birth. If you're absorbed, in the, if you're completely absorbed in the lotus feet, where where is there lust and greed? That leads to that leads to uh, uh, karma and rebirth. Not not possible. Parabhuvaha, Barun. 
fortunate, and our name is Hari, oh Hari, is this earth. Rep- uh, uh, Drishtahare swa bhavantaha pado bhuvu, bhuva, uh, bhuvu, bhuvo. Pado bhuvo means your. Padaha uh, 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 means the place, also means uh, foot, uh, 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 means uh, ground. Bhuvaha, uh, uh, this earth. So this fortunate is this earth. Right, because why? Because he's going to think. But fortunate, this earth is also this earth also represents the Lord's feet in the cosmic Purusha visions. Always, the Lord's lotus feet are the earth. The Lord's head is the sky. The Lord's back is death. Or if, you know, gives all those cosmic. Many times we've read those type of. The Lord's feet is the earth itself. Right. Fortunate is this earth. Why? Uh, 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 as her burden is now removed by your birth. Badro Pirantas Taya Jamna because you're being born. Anikam Mark Tava Padaka. Now the gods are very happy. He says, We shall be blessed, right? By seeing, because you're going to be born on this earth, you're, you're now born on this earth. Your feet will touch this earth. And we know these feet represent the path of devotion, not just the object of devotion. We just discussed that in the opening verse, right? Uh, your feet will touch the earth, and your feet, he says, have full of auspicious marks. Now we know Vishnu's feet has what are those, it, the same things he carries, he has on his feet. Right? You know, you think of Vishnu, he has the gadda, the club, the shank, the lotus flower, and what's missing? Chakra, right? And there's also uh, other forms. You'll see sometimes he holds a lightning bolt, sometimes he holds a flag. These are the markings considered on Vishnu's feet. Right? So the Vishnu's feet are marked with what he holds. Right? Also showing that the, the lotus feet is... And the lotus feet is the path. Right? So the path is the goal also. I mean, it's, the, it, it's not different from the goal like that. We sometimes describe, you know, in my kutir I have... I, we worship, in our tradition, we worship the Guru's shoes, Paduka Puja. Right? Uh, 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 and we think, oh, we say, oh, this my guru is a great, wonderful soul, and he touched, touched his, his lotus feet, touched the, the shoes, so they're holy, right? That's we have that devotional view, of like a relic. Oh, it's such anything is like if, if somebody thinks I'm holy and I hold, oh my God, this somebody touched this, I should keep that. But I'm, you know, it becomes that the devotional thing, but but uh, uh, it has deeper meaning than that. When Ram went, was exiled to the forest, what did Bharata do? He took his shoes. And he put him as his representative, right? Not just because oh, this is something Ram touched many things, right? Not just because it's a relic that touched by Ram, right? Uh, the ca- everything in the palace was touched by Ram. He left the palace. He went out to the, into the forest, right, to, to to rule the kingdom. So it's not just because it was touched by Ram. It represented something. It represents. So the Guru's shoes represent what the Guru stands on, right? It means the Guru's tradition, the teachings, the sampradaya. It's what the, it's what holds like this, right? So similarly, these auspicious marks is what the uh, Vishnu. This is the whole traditional uh, path of bhakti. These are represented by these. There are very deep meanings of each of these marks. We won't go and uh, we have to start a kirtan and arati soon. Um, um, we can maybe next time because we're end here. We, maybe this will be a good topic. What are these auspicious marks on the Lord's feet? What they mean? Right. And but it's also, I mean, this is very symbolic, very meaningful, very metaphorical. But it's also actual. Right, uh, 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 there's such mark. We have marks, you know. I've looked very carefully at my feet. Unfortunately, <laughs> sorry to the point. Everybody who has some devotion for me, I have no auspicious marks on my feet. Not one, actually. <laughs> so far. 
<laughs> We're hoping, maybe, something. <laughs> 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 yeah, tattoos, we put auspicious marks. <laughs> Where there's no auspicious marks, you shall put auspicious marks. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but many people, there's, like, you, you, there's, footprints of, of, there's footprints of Lord Chaitanya, they have certain marks. Right? Um, even uh, talking to somebody, uh, Prem, who is the grandson of Swami Ramdas, he says that he saw the markings on the, he had auspicious, he had, he had uh, 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 these marks on his feet. Who Swami Ramdas was, who knows? Right, you know, he he's. I'm just. I'm simply Ram's Das. He said, right. But who knows what he was? What type of saint he actually was? Right. He says no. He never showed. But I used to massage his feet. As his grandson, he used to massage his feet. He saw. I saw all the marks on his feet. So he says, my faith is he's an, he's he's God incarnate. Right. He never claimed that. Nobody ever claimed that of him. But I I. But if if you use this method, these are no marks on his feet. You know. So uh, 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 so who knows what it? There's there's some symbolic uh, power here, but there's also Literally, you can see that there's, there's symptoms of such a, a great being. Actually, the symptoms of an avatar, there's all kinds of physical symptoms, not only marks. There's other types of marks also. They come from Valmiki. Valmiki, when Hanuman jumped over and met Sita, that explained, you know, we all know he gave the signet ring of, of Ram, so Sita would know. But anybody could have a signet ring of Ram. I mean, somebody could have stolen the Ram, you know, it's like, how do I know you actually know Ram, she said. Right? And, um, in... Uh, Tulsidas, I don't think this is there, but in Valmiki, it's a many, long list. He starts explaining, oh, your Lord Ram, the position between, the distance between his, the tip of his nose and the bottom of his lip is this much, is in this relation to the movement of how, how far the nostrils flare. Right, that's one of the things like this, right? The position of his ears compared to the position of his eyes, right? The, the length of his hand compared to the length of his legs. Right, you know, so all these things she gives all the because only somebody who who know Ram intimately would know, and Sita would know this. So Hanuman knew these things. So that list is the first time we see in ancient literature a list of certain physical signs of avatars. Right, you see old paint. Now we, we do all kinds of paintings out of our interest, you know, and our, our view. You see oldest paintings. They always match those because it has to match this way. You see, you'll see there's old paintings of uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, where his arms they pass below the knee. Right, that means my arms don't pass below me. Right? Very, very long arms, right? And and actually, so Sri Ramakrishna also had these these signs. You see this one picture of him like this, right? It looks very. If you at, we've, I mean, I with a piece of string, I was. <laughs> we're, we're, we're looking for these signs, right, to build our faith, right? And if you put it down, his his way past his knees, standing up straight, his hands way way past, go down to his mid leg, right? Even the picture of him like this, right? You know, it's like it looks like he. So it looks like he's. Uh, slouching. So I mean, Brahmananda said that no, he never, Sri Ramakrishna never slouched. He always had, he always sat up straight. Right? But for me to, to me to put my knees, my elbows on my knees, right? I, the only way I could, uh, most of us could do it is by slouching. Right? So there's a, so him being up was his, was his elbows on his knees, but not slouching. It looks like he's slouching because we don't know that's anybody who's doing this has to be slouching. Right, so yeah, yeah, that's one of the one of the one of the symptoms. If you look at picture of the Sri Ramakrishna, also, uh, his his um, uh, ears are very low. Extra, they're below his, they're the, the the top of his ears are below his 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 eye line. If you look all three foot. We have three photographs, living photographs are there. Each one is like this. It all must be some picture angle. Each picture is like this, 
Right, and and many paint, people paint them and they fix it because it doesn't look, because when you when you when you, when you go to art school, you make first you build the, the faith and you you know what position you put the eyes you put you know and they build it like we have a beautiful painting of Takur in in our kitchen outside kitchen, beautiful painting. But the the artist fixed Takur's ear, thinking it must have been him, some like no the ears are literally like that. There's so many things, symptoms like this. So similarly, there's all kinds of auspicious marks on his feet, on his body. Everything is auspicious. There are a whole science of these auspicious marks. They first appear. The physical marks on the on the body size is uh, given in 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 the um, in Tulsi uh, and Balmiki or Ramayana, but the marks, of course, I mentioned ancient Puranas and ancient texts on the feet. Oh, for, fortunate O Hari, is this earth representing your feet, as her burden is now removed by your birth? O oh Lord, we shall be able to see the auspicious marks decorating your feet upon earth as well as in heaven. Right, uh, uh, this is your mercy upon us, Tava Anukampitam. This is your great mercy upon us. So, there's only two more verses here. What time is it now? Six eighteen. Okay. Yes. So again, this whole thing is how is the unborn one born? And how somebody without selfish desire and karma have to take human birth, right? So it says, uh, Abhavasya, you are unborn. First thing. Oh, now here's his name. Every verse has a name. Oh, something. Here it's Oh, unborn one. This is somebody, remember, I'm talking to somebody. It's not just, Oh, you're not yet born. It's not what's meant. You know, you're the one that never is born. Because birth is by definition a nature of a limitation caused by selfish karma. Right, so you are unborn one, right? Uh, 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 you are unborn, therefore, your birth has to be different, right? You are unborn, your birth has no other cause than, if it's not karma, if it's not uh, uh, kama, it's your own pleasure. You do it by your own will, out of lila, right? You, you're doing it. Uh, if there's no reason, if you're not being, fo- you're not being forced to do it. So if you're born, you who are not born. If you're being born, it's because you're by your own will, your own by your own spontaneous will, right? There's no can be no other thing. It says the birth, the birth, like what about us? Birth, death, and life means bhava nirodha stitihi. Bhava means birth, nirodha means death, and stitihi means to be established in life. Right? These are the three. We're born, we live our life, and we die. All these, all three of these things are caused by karma, right? Right, and that karma, the cause of that karma is avidya, ignorance. But you are ever awake, consciousness. Never, there's no avidya. You're pure vidya. That's the first verse we read. You are ever awake, consciousness, and therefore we're we're take we're, we're born, we live, and we die because of avidya, right? So that means you you're born, you live and die can't be because of avidya. It, it, what's the other option? It's by your own will. And we know other your own will out of compassion you're doing this for the will for the benefit of devotees, like this. So the birth, death, and life of individuals are caused by ignorance of you, the fearless shelter of all. Yeah. Actually, he's. It's not just ignorance; it's ignorance of it's ignorance of God that causes to be born. God is not ignorant, but he's definitely not ignorant of God. Right <laughs> on top of that, it's not just that he's not, he's not influenced by avidya. It's not just any avidya that causes rebirth. It's uh, ignorance of God. 
Right, but God is not. He's not. He's not. It's not that God. Is, that's a whole philosophical system we can go into. Uh, whether or not Brahman can be covered by Maya, right? It's another thing altogether. But Brahman at least knows his own. He's not ignorant of. Brahman's not ignorant of Brahman. God is not ignorant of God, right? That's why we're we're not just born because we're ignorant. We're ignorant of God that so we're reborn, right? And then then now I started listening. What are his different avatars? Matsya means fish. Matsya avatar. Ash, uh, uh, asva, Ashma Beda sacrifice means horse, right? Uh, kach, uh, kachapa, tortoise, korma, uh, korma? korma, yeah, korma. Matsya, uh, Hayagriva means horse, right? Uh, korma is the, like that. Nirshingha, man and lion, Nirshingha avatar. Varaha as a boar, Hamsa as a swan. Ran, uh, Rajanya means as kings. This probably means Ram. Today, the God is also born in. You're born in 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 the in the bodies of in the species of fish, in the species of swans, in the species of horses, in the species of, of I don't know what a man lion species is. <laughs> you know, species of species of, of boars, pigs, even right, and in, in the family of kings as Ram, right. And then it says um, Vipra as Brahmins, right. So this is Parashuram and there's other examples of uh, uh, like this, right. Um, uh, sorry, uh, Brahmanas, Vibhudeshu, as and the, in, in the realm of gods also, as in the body of gods, you're also born. You're born in all these different species, right? Uh, you've appeared, Kritta uh, Avataraha. All these incarnations, uh, uh, you have incarnated as fish, horse, tortoise, man, lion, boar, swan, king, Brahmana, and Deva. Also, Brahmana and Deva. Save us now, Lord. It says, uh, save us! Uh, you've come, in, uh, you've appeared in all these forms. Now you're about, now you're about to be born. You've been born so many times. Now you're, you're at the eve, the moment before your birth, right? You please be born, and you save us again this time. Not just us. It says three bhuvanamcha, as well as everyone in the three worlds, right? Bring, bring, bring benefit to everybody, right? Uh, 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 aduna now. Come now and be, and give us uh, protection. Save us and, the th- and everyone in the three worlds, O oh Lord. Bhara uh, Bhuva uh, Hara, you remove the burden. Remove the burden of this earth. Now we know the burden of the earth is Kamsa, and the burden of the earth is the uh, is uh, seventy million extra warriors, right? That get killed in the Mahabharata, right? We know that's the original cause that started this uh, Lila, right? Yadu Uttama, O highest, O greatest of the Yadus. Now he, now he, now in the earlier verses, it was all Satam, Pada Satam, Paramam Pada Satam, Satya Vrata, uh, uh, Satya Vrittam, all these words like you are the infinite. And you know, it's like now he's they're beginning to address as O greatest among the Yadus. You're going to be born in the Yadu clan, right? Now it's now we're taking that big now that you mentioned fish and. Now you're taking that and you're now it's coming to the actual incarnation. You've taken all these forms. Now you're taking the form, not a human, in this family of Yadus. Right? We offer our pranams, Vandanam De. We offer our pranams to you. Um, the final verse, Distyamba. Uh, Distya Amba. Distya means, oh fortunate. Amba means mother. Right? Now he's, now, first he's addressing the one in her womb. Now she's addressing the one whose womb. He's in, right? Oh, fortunate mother, right? Kushit gata, kukshi gata, te kukshi gata. In your womb, right? Parama pum pumam, 
the inf- the supreme person is taking is going to is inside your room. Oh, fortunate mother, the supreme person is in your room. Mm. Amsena, he's entered your room, and we talked. Amsena means by a fraction of his being, or remember with all of his beings, all aspects of his being. Depends how you interpret. We give reason for that. I don't want to be controversial. Uh, it says aspect of his being. Shakshat Bhagavan. He is Bhagavan himself. Shakshat Bhagavan. Uh, Shakshat, what is in the Guru? Guru Shakshat Param Brahman. We say the Guru is Brahman itself. Right? Here is Bhagavan itself. Himself. Right? Uh, uh, Bhavaya. Na. 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 He's he's come to be to to uh, 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 to bring auspiciousness to everyone, right? Oh, fortunate mother Devaki, in your womb, a part of the supreme person, Bhagavan himself, for the good of all. Madhubhayam, madhut bhayam. Do not maabut bhayam. Never be fearful. Do not fear, because you imagine all of her children have been killed in front of her, and now she's thinking she's both. When in every birth, she says she was both happy and sad. She's happy because she's pregnant and sad because some horrible person, her uncle's going to, cousin, cousin brother's going to kill, kill, you know, so she says, do not be scared, right? Uh, uh, so, now remember that last verse says, called him, you are, you are the um, Yadu Uttama, the, the greatest among the Yadu clan. So he's using that same, now very much grounded in the biology and the reality of the situation. He doesn't say uh, that he's going to kill uh, Kamsa. He says, um, uh, 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 He's the 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 He's the, the master, the controller of of the of the um, uh, 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 dynasty. It means Kamsa, right? Kamsa, the the head of this uh, dynasty, right, will be killed by the protector of the Yadu dynasty, right? Uh, very beautiful. Uh, Tam atma janaha. He has bavita tava atma janaha. He has that. The, do not be scared. The, that horrible monster that's controlling this evil dynasty will be killed. The one who's who's destined to kill him, right, will be and save your dynasty. Your, it means you and your husband and your family and your father-in-law and like I mean and like this. Very real, right? He says, Tava Atma Janaha. He's already, he's going to be born as your son. Very imagine, like, like from that infinite, think about the, from the movement of all these verses, from the infinite absolute truth beyond description. That will be born just now. Right? And he's going he's gonna to save everything. Very beautiful, right? And so we go back to Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Vasudeva means the infinite divinity all-pervading divinity and Vasudeva means the son of Vasudeva right so it shows you the infinite supreme absolute reality beyond one without a second right also the son of Vasudeva and Devaki great mystery of Krishna so it's also the great mystery of Lord Ram sorry Lord Ram I'm glorifying telling Krishna Leela but we're, we're in if I switch to Ram Leela today, we all know it'll be three months before I get back to this. <laughs> so we decided to keep going. It always works this way. It's always dangerous to switch topics in the middle of something. But it's the same principle that, that Ram is being born, Krishna is being born. It's the same. Right? Uh, uh, 
same again and again. <coughs> actually, in every uh, actually not just again in yuge yuge uh, in every age, and the Bhagavatam says the opening chapters. The opening chapter of the Bhagavatam says that there is as many avatars as there are drops of water and unending waterfall. Right, so not just here in every realm and every species. Right, there, even now, you know, who knows? In, in even here, how many incarnations of God are we? Don't know. Right, some of the big ones that have dramatic leelas, right, uh, are, are 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 given to us. And the purpose of this, remember, the the purpose um, um, of Krishna's birth, according to the the last verse or the last couple of verses of the ninth skanda. Right, so the course it's to kill Kamsa and to rid the world of, of unrighteous kings, demons in the forms of kings and armies. He says, really, the, 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 I like this verse very much. It says, the real reason why Krishna was born and why Krishna did all these things right, is that we in Kali Yuga, and this it specifically says, there, the, Krishna did it in Dwarpara Yuga so that we in Kali Yuga can remember these stories and attain liberation. Because in Kali Yuga, practically speaking, it's impossible. That the, story, the Bhagavatam, all these stories is to get you to the point where thinking about Krishna's Leela, even in Kali Yuga, we can attain freedom, liberation, actual God, God consciousness. Right? So it's interesting that, that Krishna's mercy is not just to kill, he's merciful to saving Devaki, he's saving uh, the Pandavas, he's saving, uh, uh, he's, he's, he's having loving relationships with the gopis and the gopas and his friends and families and like this, and his wives and, and politically active and Dwarka, making kings and all this type of stuff, right? Those are all his actions, but even those actions, the Bhagavatam says, were done so that we now can think about them and thus attain liberation. It's a very big, very far thinking, because he's, he's compassionate to all living beings moving and living. Jai Sri Krishna, Jai Sri Ram. We shall jump into jump into the next next program of RT and Bhajans.